0: Inside your Odyssey app wherever you may be this holiday season on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel as well. It's BetQLU alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. I'm Chris Mack and we'll get into hoops in just a couple of minutes. Some early takeaways from college hoop season as we start to close out the non-conference schedule and turn our attention to the final 10-11 week sprint toward March Madness. Uh, what we think of the balance of power between some of these conferences in just a couple of minutes. We'll even draft some national championship contenders as well, and give you our best bets before we wrap up today. But we are in the middle of a hearty, for lack of a better way to put it, thick THICC <laughs> conversation about Florida State trying to get out of the ACC grant of rights and what it means for Florida State's future. But then the second path to that conversation, gentlemen, is what it does – to the rest of the landscape in college football, especially, which is what's driving all this because of the big money TV contracts and how Florida State is essentially doing the legwork for anybody else that may want out of the ACC and that may be targets for the SEC or the Big Ten. And during the break, we discussed a couple of schools in particular, but choppy. I mean, it, it, it's. Look, John made a good point again during the break. Clemson has always felt like an SEC program, right? It just feels like an SEC school, and it wouldn't be difficult for the SEC to tell South Carolina, hey, kick rocks if you don't like Clemson. <coughs> Excuse me, your in-state rival joining the conference. might be a little different getting Florida State and Florida to coexist in the SEC, but it opens the door to another giant
1: target in baby blue in Chapel Hill. Yeah, which I think, I think Carolina is the number one target for the conference. Um, They are a massive national brand. Uh, There's no question about that. They are as national of a brand as it gets in college athletics. Maybe not in the football sense, and I know football drives a lot of this, but that brand is spectacular, and you bring in TV markets that you're not even in. That, That doesn't even include the state of North Carolina that you would bring in. But you would bring in Charlotte, you would bring in Raleigh, you would bring in all that too, and Mm -hmm. you're not in that state. You're currently not in that state at all. So you could also bring in Duke if you wanted to. It's another brand, although they probably don't go down that road. Duke feels more Big Ten. Um, But I think the Carolina aspect of this whole thing, throw Virginia Tech in there too, Va Tech is another school, they feel more SEC than Big Ten. Mm -hmm. And then Clemson obviously feels more SEC than they would Big Ten. I, I think I think those are the options. I, I really I'd be surprised if Florida State made it in there. Uh, I, I just don't know they're going to go down the road with Florida. John's right. The world has changed. It's com- it's not 2013 anymore. Uh, I just don't know that they're going to go down that road and tell Florida, "Hey, you've got to let Florida State in our conference." Yeah,
0: and John, I mean this this does. It- It opens Pandora's box, not only to those programs that may want to leave the ACC for the SEC, but it opens the door just in general to this shifting landscape again, where if North Carolina and Clemson and Florida State all bolt, all right, let's just start from there. Mm -hmm. Maybe Virginia Tech and Virginia follow, and maybe Duke's off Mm -hmm. as well to the big, before you know it, we've got an ACC that's down to the remnants, really. It's down to eight or nine schools, it's. It's, you know, it's going to have NC State as sort of the flag bearer at that point. Uh, Pitt, Louisville, uh, the old you know Big East programs that are now part of the ACC. Uh, Miami would still be one that would have to be talked about and where they land, but they feel Big Ten yep. as well. Um, and it, it starts to open the door to what do we have beyond then just the SEC and the Big Ten? And everybody else is fighting for scraps.
2: Well, look, at, at some point, you know, the, the carousel stops, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it just does. Um, And especially, you know, if we are already at a point where, you know, the SEC and the Big Ten have sucked up so many of – I mean, we've completely done away with regions, right? We don't care about that anymore. So if you were talking about all these right. different properties from California to Florida that are now in the, you know, Big Ten in this scenario, I mean, buddy, conference realignment, you know, the the musical the game of musical chairs will stop um and i think the last sort of yeah. bit of that is you know and you know I, you know i always you know think about the little guys man you know cuz i'm in memphis but it's like you know right. whether you know we'll see everybody can't get in to the sec in the big 10 right they're not just going to let Correct. everybody in cuz it's just like i mean basically Florida State is leaving or wanting to get out of the ACC because the ACC allowed SMU in, okay? Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's not the only reason, but that's definitely the – that was the, the the catalyst. That was like, this is the last straw. We're not sharing a freaking league with SMU, okay? They're buying their way in. This is embarrassing for everybody involved. We're not doing it. So everybody's not yeah. going to get into this new SEC and this new new Big Ten. Um, and so what happens to those eight or nine or ten schools, you know, uh, that that don't and that can't? And I feel like whatever league that – whatever shape that takes is the last stop for conference realignment in terms of big boys, right? If you want to be yeah. taken seriously, if you think in your athletic department that you are a real player, that's going to be the last league you can get in um, before this all stops. And I don't know what it means for, you know, your Sun Belts and your CUSAs and, you know, your AACs. Who's not – who's left behind the right. AAC? I don't know. But this is the last stop for those schools like Memphis, Tulane. You know the Mountain West will be interesting. Um, You know I think this is this is the last one, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, Florida State, like I said, doing the dirty work for everybody else that maybe is looking to get out of the ACC and find their way in to one of those Big Daddy conferences. Let's talk conferences in just a minute, but first let's talk about early takeaways from the college hoop season Um, because. We're just about shutting the door now on non-conference play. Um, current AP top 50, just top five, I'll throw at you. Purdue, Kansas, Houston, Arizona, UConn, Tennessee's at six, FAU at seven, and then Kentucky, UNC, and Marquette at eight, nine, ten. So I give you the top ten instead of the top five. Anyway, um, is anything you're feeling really good about? Math is not my strong suit. Uh, Anything you're feeling really good about through the first half of this college basketball season, anything you're not feeling so hot about. As an example, I'll say I'm still feeling really good about that UConn national title bet that I made about a month ago. Um, if they can get survive some injuries over the next few weeks, I think they'll still be in a good spot. Not feeling so good, for example, about the ACC where my other Uh, favorite team Pitt plays and where it just feels like that conference is going again through another middling season where nobody really wants to, nobody wants to take charge in that conference. And even the teams that seem ready to take charge, John, uh, aren't aren't really the ones you want uh, leading your conference. Clemson that leaves a lot to be desired in my opinion.
2: Yeah, look, I, I just, I don't really know, um, I don't know who, if you pin me down today, I would I would say is the championship favorite. Um, maybe Kansas, uh, because UConn is just a a very very different team, nowhere near as dominant when they don't have Donovan Klingon in the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. They lost to Seton Hall in their first game without him, and I don't think that's an accident. They're great when he's in there. So if he gets healthy over the next you know month or however long he's out, then they'll certainly be in the mix. But you know, at his size, you know, and you're you're talking about a foot injury here. I mean, how many bigs have we seen over, you know, over the course of time? Whether it was Yao, whether it was, um, you know, Marcus wow. All, whether it was Embiid, when you have these foot injuries with bigs, man, they can linger and they can be big problems. Um, especially when you are talking about, mm-hmm. you know, seven footers here, seven two. So, I uh, I don't know if I like UConn without him. You know, Arizona's got the guard play. I know they really they lost a really tough one to. FAU who I think is also a prime candidate to be back in the final four. Uh, nobody's talking about them because they're FAU, but they are once again legitimate, as everybody projected they would be before the season started. But I guess I would say today, you know, I would go I would go Kansas because I like their point guard, Dewan Harris and obviously Hunter Dickinson coming in and you know, I just I, I trust their returners uh, at this point, Purdue, we know what happens. They shrivel up in March. It happens every time. And I think Houston, although they're undefeated, I just don't think they have, and I love Kelvin Sanders. I love the job he does every single year. I think he's one of the best coaches that nobody talks about. But I just don't think their style is necessarily conducive to winning a championship. Like they can defend better than anybody in America, but man, they can bog down really quickly on offense, and it's hard for me to take a team like that that can't score uh, in in the in the you know in a championship setting. You know, I just, yeah. I just don't and I want to see coach, how they're. Right. St-
0: i want to see how that style translates to the big 12 too like i, I on on its face i think it, sh- it to, to your point john it should translate well uh, uh, against the best big 12 teams um but you know to your point when they go cold they go cold like and if if you're on the road in the big 12 and you can't you know you spend eight minutes of the second half not being able to hit a bucket. Um. Then you're you're not going to survive. Like this isn't nope. the, the the AAC anymore, where you can work through the, that that eight minute, you know, five, six, seven, eight minute second half slump, choppy.
1: No, it's not. It's 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 tough. You have you can't you can't have those long prolonged slumps that a, a lot of college teams have. Uh, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. College basketball teams generally do. Even the great ones, they'll have those stretches where their offense is just stagnant. You know, I. I don't think there's a, a a favorite right now um we're still in that covid era where you have like 24 year old players out there playing <laughs> I think those are the teams you got to kind of look at I mean you're talking about men you know you're talking about 23 24 year old men playing against blue chip prospects out talent yeah. if you were asked you what talent or experience I'll take talent every day but when the talent, is being matched up by an actual man's body, and you've you, you could see the difference. You could see the difference on the physicality and the ability to take a hit. Uh, to, you know the, the fear to go in the lane. I think it's difficult. I think you got to look at older teams. You give me a team like FAU, like John brought up, an older basketball team, a team that's got experience. I'm gonna take something like that. I I, I want those kind of teams.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's a really good point, too. And uh, you look at some of these conferences and how they stack up at the top. Um, I, I mentioned Houston style and how it translates to the Big 12. The Big 12, in my opinion, I think I remember talking about this. I remember talking about this two years ago, Choppy, before we were even doing this show together. And the Big 12 is just this, like, elimination chamber where yeah. y- 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 you're not – you're just just find W's, however you can find the W's, because it's not going to be pretty, and it's gonna you're gonna get dinged, you're gonna get hit along the way, and but at the same time, that conference for me, top to bottom, stacks up as well, if not better, than any other major conference
1: right now. Well, you mentioned the ACC earlier. The Big mm-hmm. Twelve has the same amount of teams in Ken Palm's top twenty-two. That the ACC has in the top fifty. That's all you need to know. They got six. They have six in the top twenty-two. That's a quarter of the top twenty-two. It's just based off of the Big Twelve. That co- this conference is a monster, and it doesn't matter if it's if it's if it's Houston or BYU, who's a good team, or Iowa State or Kansas or Oklahoma or Baylor. I mean, te- we haven't even gotten to Texas. We haven't even talked about them. We haven't talked about TCU, who seems to have guys who are coming back for their nineteenth year uh, in Fort Worth. So it, 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 that conference is a is a nightmare to have to go through.
0: John, handicap some conferences for me: Big Twelve, Big Ten, AAC. In your backyard, has two big, two really good teams at the top, and then there's the rest of the conference. Um, the ACC is kind of on the outside, looking into this conversation as well as maybe. The uh, the Big East, um, and then the SEC is always it, it again strong at the top. But how many you know mm. how do you get before you start to run into just the crap that is floating through that conference?
2: Not very. Yeah, there's not a yeah. lot there. Um, you know, I, I think I would just have to say right now who I like the most and who I can probably trust the most is the Big Twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, obviously, you know, I love, I know very well what Kelvin Sampson can do, and and, and saw it up close and personal here in Memphis for so many years. Bay Kansas is constructed. Um, I think they're going to be there until the end. You know, Oklahoma is overachieving this year. Um, obviously, you got BYU there at 11-1 and can put up you know 100 points on any given night. Uh, Baylor is still going to be a friggin' tough out. In the, in the tournament, I yep. know they had a tough one against Duke, but, you know, they're going to get better as the year goes on. There's no doubt about it. So I would say right now for me, I, I, I like the Big 12. I'm not really in on the Big East this year. You know, um, <coughs> excuse me. it's always sort of the popular thing, like, oh, Big East. And they and they did win it last year in fairness. But, uh, again, we talked about the clinging injury. I think they're very different uh, yeah. without him. Marquette, like, are we really going to try to trust Shock Smart in, in, in a tournament? No, I think they're very – again, lo- I love their guards. I love Colick and I love Cam Jones, who's a Memphian, but I just don't trust them when they get into March. Um, and then Creighton, man, Creighton's falling off the face of the earth here. You know, they have – and I saw them in, in Vegas, and they really struggle with physicality. And I know they're probably going to tweak the lineup there and uh, move some things around and try to combat that, but I don't think that's something that you can just fix uh, on the fly. So for me, I, I, would, I would say I trust – the Big 12, the most.
1: I didn't think they were called Memphians. I figured they'd be Memphisites. Memphis. Memphisite.
2: No, no. Somebody, uh, I was doing the, uh, <laughs> I was doing the uh, MGM uh, Tonight Show with Rob Brown, and Rob Brown said Memphisians. And uh, and I was like, nah, close, but no cigar. Uh, Memphians is the Memphians. correct term the there. All right. Yeah. That works. And we'll take your <laughs> word for it
0: anyway. Hey, way back, way back in August, we picked some of our favorites for the college football playoff and national championship. We'll review that and do the same thing for hoops this time around, and we do that next. Plus, our best bets alongside RJ Choppy and John Martin. I'm Chris Mack, and this is BetQLU.